what would you say for someone who is going through like an extreme i would say extreme or like their own issues or their struggle with procrastination and uh you know that's still very common to see uh oh i'm not motivated to do this or there and i think the the like you said the base is again the fear of trying and failing so how would you kind of coach them into getting out of it yeah that's that's tough i i think what what really helped me um i think with with running um is having like the goal um like it's like what what do i want to accomplish with it yeah and it doesn't have to be like this life changing thing um you know i'm not raising funds with my runs i'm just doing it to push myself right but i still set up these goals um like you know i want to just do my first triathlon i'm not mm-hmm. going for a time i just want to accomplish that that's my goal with my marathon in october like i want to achieve a certain amount of time and you know if that's my goal i have to align my work to achieve that goal yeah. and um you know something that i've i've recently learned or like these jungian i don't know if you're familiar with the philosopher carl jung philosopher yeah. and therapist yeah well, he came up with these um archetypes that you know you can kind of use to think about how you're aligning yourself and so mm-hmm. one of these archetypes is like the warrior and the warrior is you know embodies like duty and um hard work and mm-hmm. working towards your goals and so you know lately i've been thinking that you know if i want to achieve this goal this is my plan that i've set out with doing these certain runs and you know it's part of that warrior archetype duty to stick to this plan that i've set mm-hmm. you know if if this is if this is the plan that's going to make me get that achievement then i need to stick to that plan it's not about mm-hmm. being motivated it's about sticking to the plan yeah you know like there's definitely many days where i don't want to run mm-hmm. you know i think i posted that the other day on instagram like you know just keeping it real that you know, I was super tired on Friday night when I went to bed. Um, I had to wake up early and I had to get the run in in the morning. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get it done. And it was a pretty, you know, it was like a two-hour run. So it's a big time commitment. And I went to bed anxious. And I woke up anxious and frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I knew that, you know, the more I stick to this plan and kind of embody that warrior spirit, mm-hmm. the more I'm going <clears> to <throat> be you know, on my way to that goal. Mm-hmm. And it's like an everyday thing. It's not like, yeah, you know, it's not like a week at a time. It's like every day you have to kind of be sticking to that, pushing that boulder up the hill yeah. to achieve that, that, yeah. that goal. And I really realize it's, it's not about, it's not always about the motivation. I think I've seen like a lot of quotes that say like the motivation follows the, the work that you put yeah. in. The yeah. more times you get out there and run, the more mm-hmm. times you're going to be motivated. The more good workouts you have, the more good days you have, the, the better you're going to feel motivated. Mm-hmm. You know, even the tough days, the tough days where you just show up, you're going to feel yeah. that motivation after from showing up. You yeah. know, it's so it's it's really about that consistency that's going to let you hit those achievements and let you do those kind of like heroic efforts. Um, so really, I think you know, if someone's procrastinating, it's about kind of having a plan. Yeah, you know, and then trying to stick to that plan as much as you can, you know, in order to achieve that. And if it yeah. if it's really scaring you that much, then I think that's 
it's more proof that that's something you need to just be more forcing yourself to do, you know, yeah. the more it kind of scares you and it's tough. It's not easy, but it's not supposed to be easy either. Yeah. Like that marathon, it's not going to be easy. I know it's no. not going to be easy. I tell myself that every time I run, every time I push myself <laughs> on a run, I tell myself it's not going to be easy on that marathon. So you have to know what it's going to be like on this day. Yeah. So, so you're like going to, if you're studying for an exam, that exam is not going to be easy. It's yeah. not going to be easy just because you showed up all these days, but showing yeah. up all these days is going to make you just more equipped for yeah. that, for that challenge. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I, I think this, I agree with this completely as well. Like being someone who also procrastinated quite a lot in the past, and yeah. was yeah. always making up excuses for myself. <laughs> and I think, at some point, I just realized, okay, I'm very good at keeping promises with others, but shit with keeping promises with myself. Uh, my dad be, you know, I always want, I did, never had a good relationship with my body. I would say mm-hmm. I always thought I don't look good or this and that. And then I was like, okay, but what have I been doing, you know, to do that consistently to bring about that change? And I think when you start doing something difficult, like for me, it was this CrossFit gym. Nice. Uh, and for me, the goal was I wanted to change two things. One was I was never waking up in the morning. And the other was to do a gym like every day. So I like even in fucking winter of minus 16, I was waking up at like 5.40 and dragging myself out of the apartment. Like the, it. It's like your brain gives you every single thing of not going. But I think that moment is like you're saying, like if you're running, and I think it's, I've never done a marathon, but if you're running in a marathon, I always hear about this runner's block or something like this, where in between somewhere you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> you know, why, yeah. why am I doing this to myself? But the moment you get over it, it feels so much better and so much good. And then it, again, it's not going to be something big, at, at least initially, but I think putting in those things day in, day out, you really start to become someone different. Uh, and I think it feels also fucking good. You look good as well. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, I think, I think a lot of people have like body image issues. That's, that's key. Like I, I always have, I feel like I still do. I don't yeah. feel like fit, you know, even yeah. though I've done these things, yeah. but you know, I think something that worked for me is like, you know, when I've achieved these things is like telling myself, like, this is just what my body looks like to be able to achieve these things. Yeah. You know, it's same as if you keep, you know, keep up with the CrossFit gym. Like if you're like, I don't know, doing a barbell snatch or something, you know, at, at at a great weight and it's your, it's your goal weight that you hit, you know, your body just is going to look like that while being able to achieve these awesome things, you know, it's only maybe if you're like a bodybuilder and you're training like intensely for years that you're going to have this sculpted, you know, yeah. Pakistani god body, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's a completely different beast too, right? But yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, like the the runners the runners wall that you said, like the, the that that does happen. Yeah, it's um, I know, like on my first marathon, like by the time I had like eight kilometers left, ten kilometers left, like yeah, I felt like shit. Like my legs were like cement blocks. It felt so hard. I went into some mental places that I just never thought were possible to go to. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's something with endurance sports just really brings you to this place. And yeah, 
um, just, yeah, just kind of shows you what you can really achieve. I think, I think it's uh-huh. something that like everyone should, should kind of do like, yeah, just, just from my own experience of like seeing yeah. how much it's seeing, yeah. Seeing what it's brought out of me, seeing like where it's brought me in terms of like yeah. my headspace. Um, yeah. But also at the same time, you do get this second wind, like there's the marathon I did last October. Um, it was just this really cool story. Like in the last, like, eight kilometers or so you know we were in like a pack of runners and the lead runner he was kind of like starting to hurt so I took over the lead Mm -hmm. and I was leading the group and then something kind of happened and you know I was feeling really great I had this great energy um and I kind of started putting pace on the group but the group didn't keep that pace so I, Mm -hmm. I started outpacing them and the guy who was really hurting he caught up to me he didn't want to leave, leave, the, leave mm-hmm. me. So he caught up to me and I told him like, you better stick by me. Cause we're going to keep pushing this to the end. And even though yeah. this guy is like screaming in pain, he's pushing himself to his limit. And I was motivating him right along the way. Um, and you know, we got to this point where it was just me and him. Like it felt like it was just me and him. There's no other runners really close to us. And you know, we got to this point in this cheer section where the cheer people were really quiet. And I just put my arms up, like, like raising the crowd and the crowd just cheered for us like this insane cheer. And it just felt like it was just me and him against like the world there. And I didn't even know this guy. He was just some guy who I was just motivating along. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, you see, man, this is all for us. And the last like 500 meters we just started sprinting towards the finish. And as he crossed the finish line, he collapsed from like the sheer exhaustion. So I went back and I picked him up and I walked into like the medic area. And it was just such a motivating story, like not only for me, but for him as well. And he actually found me on Instagram like the next day. And we become like buddies, you know, we just chat sometimes or share runs or something like that. Um, yeah. And like, you know, it's a story like that, that you just bring forward and like, that's a motivator, you know, it's like having these achievements, having these stories on the climb to the summit, like that's, that's what kind of keeps you going back for more and and keeps you wanting to push yourself more too. Yeah. I love it. Love that story. And I, I think the, the, it's also crazy that I don't know if you, afterwards if you sat just with yourself and you thought like if this was me in 2011 would i still be doing this <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever have but that's so true yeah <laughs> like that's the crazy amount of i mean i growth and i think i feel like uh of course the external thing or the body physical thing is is something amazing but for you to even do those physical things i think you really need to change your internal dialogue with yourself and your mental capacity to be uncomfortable always, or at least most of the times, and doing uncomfortable things. But that's amazing, man. I, yeah, love it. Love it. Now yeah. I'm motivated to do more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I right. Think, uh, yeah, go on. No, no, continue. No, just, um, yeah, I think the change in the mindset just happens over time. You know, yeah. I think. I think as you just keep doing it over a long period of time, that's when you're going to, you know, see that ability to keep putting yourself into that uncomfortable space and 
Yeah. And um, yeah, and just learning to be uncomfortable as well. You know. Yeah. I think I think that's what what more people have to have to do to to realize like yeah you're not going to die on the training runs you're not going to die on a marathon but you can yeah. push yourself to get through it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I I mean once you start doing this I think then it automatically like I said like it transcends all across your life. So even if you are afraid of having difficult conversations or something like that it kind of still like you can remind yourself so you know I did this so I can probably do this conversation as well regardless of whatever the end is and uh, all right so at the end of every conversation uh i ask the previous guests to leave a question for the next guest and they don't know you you don't know them okay uh, yeah i took this from another po- podcast called diary of a ceo okay cool so the question for you uh is uh i can just tell it's from a guy who actually lives in uh, where does he live texas i think I remember oh, exactly. That's, that's cool. But so the question is that he, he said I would really like to know uh who or what was your first love. <laughs> wow. That's uh that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess um I don't know. I guess if the first love's always your 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 mother probably or something like that. Did he mean like romantic sense or or just any yeah, sense? Yeah, could or... be could be romantic sense. Oh man, just bringing it out of me now. Start crying. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I guess there's different different ways for that. Like things that came to mind was like, yeah, like the you know your your mother. You know, it's like yeah. a lot of children's like the real first love and their first um, you know that familial love experience also just thought of like my first dog I had, like, you know, that like, yeah. you know, the first kind of, um, you know, a lot of love I think goes into your pets and that's, yeah. that, that's pretty key. And then also, you know, um, yeah, like my first ex-girlfriend from like university, like that, mm-hmm. that was another like first, first as well for me. Um, yeah. What was the second part of the question or just like, no, it was just that. Yeah, very, it really makes you think. It's very interesting because I've uh, uh, the, I, I've been seeing some questions like this where on Instagram you go, it's like the self-care wall or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who was your first love? And then you mentioned like, like you mentioned three things, but you didn't mention yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> right. That's the so, deep part. Ooh. Yeah. So, so but like, I think uh, I noticed this in myself. I I think you're, I from our conversation, I'm assuming you're the same. Like, you're doing so crazy shit. But you never really look like, you know, to appreciate yourself that you've been. Yeah. Like, even when people tell you, you're like, oh, thank you so much. But you never really internalize it. Because wow. I'm like a constant critical person of myself. I'm like, no, I could do this better, do this better, do this better. But it's like, okay, I need to fucking chill. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's, oh my God, that was, that was really good, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. No, but that's so true. Like, and yeah, you, you, you hit the nail right on the head with me. Like, 
like being able to be my own like best cheerleader and best support system yeah. is tough. You know, I yeah. realized I've really realized over the past couple months like how much I would look to external validation um, rather than having my own ability to like have internal validation for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the story of back surgery, recovery, spinal fusion, mm-hmm. marathon. Like to me, it's I don't I don't feel anything from that. But I tell other people, and they are like, "Wow, that's a crazy journey," or that's really inspiring, yeah. and it's it's like to me it's like another tuesday like it's nothing yeah. to me and wow another tuesday to have a fucking seven hour back surgery <laughs> <laughs> no i guess i guess that was weirdly put but like it's not it doesn't like sit with me you know i don't feel uh-huh. i don't feel anything from that but i i should you know i should yeah. realize and and realize to myself that i've done something challenging that not a lot of others have yeah but it's it's tough. Yeah, it's really tough to do that, you know, and I don't know if that's a thing with like lots of people in our society or is it more for mm-hmm. men? But you know, you said you you deal with that as well. Yeah, it's it's weird, eh? Yeah, it's weird. I haven't heard an A in a while now. <laughs> even even when I'm surrounded with Canadians here, no one is saying like A. <laughs> Love that's it. all that's all you got from my my little rant there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got the A. <laughs> yeah, but that's so funny. I I I'm not sure where it comes from. I think the only way you can figure that out is again, you really need to sit with yourself and find out why it's coming from, where it's coming from because it was never, I think, for me it was never from the family uh that I was not appreciated, but I was just Oh, I guess we also put certain things on our own uh that when this happens then I will feel like this or when this happens then I will feel like this and then you're like fuck by the time that happens you might be dead <laughs> so you know yeah. it's better to do it now while you're doing the work which you are uh yeah. and it's cr- crazy when you meet people who do fucking nothing and then they're like oh my god I'm the best in this and that I was like oh, fuck <laughs> this bro like <laughs> Yeah, some people are just wired differently. You know, honestly, I've been doing a, I've been I started therapy like three months ago, or more, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah, that's been a good tool to like really understand like why I don't show up for myself like that, and yeah. where it's kind of coming from, and dig at it, yeah. and understand ways to show up for myself and be my own source of validation, and that you know that I'm a hard worker and a good person, and all of that um because yeah you know i think it kind of comes back to that identity crisis when you lose certain things in your life it can be really tough but you have to realize that those things were all inside you to begin with they're not they're not that job you know it's it's not being that husband it's not being that partner it's not having that car it's all just you right yeah and and realizing that is really tough and it's a journey it's not something that you just wake up and you do it it is that summit you know and even coming to that top of the mountain there's no top of the mountain it's just one long summit yeah just one long path there's never i don't think there will ever be a day where i'm just like it's clicked and i feel fulfilled or i feel like i'm i'm my own source of validation i think it's that it's that tale of sisyphus you know i don't know if you're familiar with that but every day he has to push the boulder up the hill 
yeah. every day it comes down and he has to start again. I think that's, yeah. I think that's kind of the idea for so many of these things we have yeah. to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> ah, love it. I will end it on that. The tale of Sisyphus. And thank you so much for being here, bro. I love it. It was thank amazing. And I'm pretty me. sure it's, it's, it's a lot of people will, a lot of people will learn a shit ton from this conversation. Hopefully. Appreciate that. <laughs> I hope so too. It was, it was nice. And thank you.